Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on the Ventura Forward Podcast. Episode number 30, where we're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we're breaking down those segments, the goods that we've discovered those last few days with our journalistic points of view. I'm so excited to be here today in the first or second week of October. The fall is here. Spence, how you feeling? Feeling good. This is the Halloween vibe edition, pretty much. Halloween coming up on Monday. So we got tricks or treats happening, a lot of fun. And one advantage of having Halloween on a Monday, think of all the bars and restaurants that can party Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So there's going to be a lot going on. Uh, trunks or treats and all that, along with the kids at the adult parties. This is a good time of year. We were talking about costumes. What do you think you're going as this year? Uh, this year, that's a, that's a, a great question. <laughs> what shall I go as? I, I shall go as um, David Byrne in the movie Stop Making Sense. David Byrne. Concert stuff. film. I'll show you a video. <laughs> if you have not seen him, that's who I'm going as. And For, I, I'll show you it during the show. For all you faithful listeners, if you got that joke. Talking heads, David Byrne. Stop Making Sense. He's not the best in the business for nothing, and I'm saw the sidekick, and I'm going simply as Frankenstein. Oh, dun, 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 I want to go dun, green dun, face. Dun, I just want to go. I'm kind of tall and slender. I've never done it before. And then it was cool enough to playing basketball. As you know, we do Monday, Wednesday, or Fridays for all you Ventura Forward followers who want some free basketball. The games are there. A guy had a Frankenstein tattoo today. Patrick. I was like, dude, you got a Frankenstein tattoo? And the cool girl, uh, what's the girl, the really Bride sexy? Frankenstein? Yeah, Elvira. How about no, Elvira? no, no, Bride of Frankenstein. She's so good looking. I love her back Bride in the day. She had a great, so great tattoo. Elvira, I love Elvira too. Shout Sandra out. Peterson. You knew her name. Love it, Spence. So Ventura Ford's rolling through number 30 and those great beats by Ray Fresco. Always bringing an intro. Sometimes the last couple episodes, I haven't been giving them the extra love. But of course, we're following the boys as their adventures are playing out Crown Plaza. They're playing up in Santa Barbara. So follow them on Instagram. Ray Fresco Music. Roger keeps singing. Let's go. Episode 30 today. The guest is coming in hot. It's going to be exciting to bring in a friend. We're going to be going a, a little... Not sentimental with this guest, Spence, not to scare all the listeners, but really know the temperament of that we're bringing in the services. And when we talk about the armed veterans, the military service, we haven't gone to Ventura Ford yet, and we're starting with somebody that I really love a lot. He's a friend of mine. His name is Sam Campa. I'm going to keep introducing him because this guy's been hot in the community. He happened to come on the radio this week, and I was like, here's Campa right in front of me. We've been coaching together. We've been volunteering together. I hear about him. We talk about him all the time, but we haven't bringing him in. So we're coming close to home, Spence, this day, and we got a Marine in the house, my friend, a coach at Foothill High School, a baseball coach. He's currently the secretary of the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign Wars, as he's volunteering there, bringing the local veterans from the Iraqi-Afghanistan War together with the Vietnam, World War II, and all the other Korean, every, every different war. Sam, you're putting the work in. You're doing the time. Spencer, Ventura Ford appreciates you. How you doing, sir? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, pull that microphone close to your face and get some of your energy going, Samer, because we want to hear about how you're sharing the stoke in episode 30. We can't be more excited to have a veteran on here and somebody who's actually involved in combat and you being to share your story, being born and raised in 805 up in Santa Barbara and now living in the city of Ventura with two kids know you well from Foothill Little League and the great community service you've done. We want to hear about your story today about how you share that stoke and what you've been grinding on. So give us a little bit right now about some of the current volunteer activities you're doing. 
Current projects that have been occupying my time right now, uh, the VFW has been taking a lot of my time. Uh, currently, we have, uh, we're working on our, our outreach for our, our veterans. Uh, the, the post numbers have been declining steadily over the last couple of years. And so a big push from, from state and national has been to grow the, grow the post. Uh, we've had quite a number of conflicts since 2002, and, uh, and that, that leaves a lot of people that are eligible for our post. Um, previously, was, it was uh, the Vietnam-era uh, veterans have, were, were in charge, and now they're starting to, to slowly kind of, I hate to say the word die off, but uh, we're, just, we're seeing less and less of them coming around. And unfortunately, so, that's unfortunately. literally. Yes. You know, they are uh, passing because as time goes, you figure uh, my dad was in World War II. He was born in uh, 1920, 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, So you start even the ones that were a little later on. So now we're dealing with Korean veterans more and Vietnam mm -hmm. veterans. And you look at how long that conflict and that war happened. It, it does uh, get to a point now between do they all honor each other uh, with the same gratitude and attitude uh, from each war, do you think? Because, you know, not only are there different battles, different conflicts mm -hmm. for different reasons, there's also different mindsets because one guy was raised with Glenn Miller and another one was raised with Rage Against the Machine. Right, so right, how right. do the characters work with each other? Well, the, the biggest difference between the two generations is during the Vietnam era, they were forced to fight. Yes, they were and, drafted. And in, as a, you know, when most recently, everyone was a volunteer. So when you create your own destiny, your your uh, your pathway is a little different. Your animosities are a little different. Um, a lot of the, from what I've noticed, the Vietnam era, they have a little chip on the shoulder from being taken away from their life and having to go do something that was against their will and not honored when they came back. Correct. As the Correct. world, my dad tells uh, told uh, the story that after World War II, and if you see Band of Brothers of the South South Pacific, you can see this. That when he came back, he said he couldn't buy a beer in a bar for like three years because then you were military, go. Mm -hmm. It was on, on the house, on the house, because wow. everybody honored you for, for what you did. It changed up a little bit for, changed up. for the people. Um, yeah, and then, but it's cha it changed back uh, during my era. When I mm -hmm. came back, I had the, uh, the, the, quote, ticker tape parade in Santa Barbara uh, during 4th of July. I, got, I, I arrived home in June uh, 2003 during the conflict in Iraq after my, my portion was done and I had the, the parade in Santa Barbara and uh, that was interesting. I was one of the only guys in town <laughs> but uh, yeah. That, but it's good to be honored. It, was, it felt the, good. It, it felt nice to, to... For the risk you took volunteering. Exactly. Exactly. It's a big deal. Yeah. So um, we're trying to continue that at the VFW. Uh, the place... The, the facility before had when I, when I first walked in it felt like a, a, seven, a morgue mm -hmm. and a lot of the, the Vietnam era gentlemen were in there drinking and just kind of whittling their way you know ending the, the last last couple of years in their life uh, you know in the facility but I'm gonna be there for a long time because I still have a, the better years of my life still ahead of me so I've made it a, a point in my practice being a part of that uh, organization to turn it into more of like a Cooperstown place. Um, the, the, the men and women that walk through the doors that qualify to be a member of the post are ones that actually got to use their training in practice. To qualify to get into the VFW, you have to have combat action or being in a, in a combat environment. 
in order to be able to be a full-fledged member. So um, that tells me that we got to do what it w- what our jobs were, you know, and we did a, an excellent job, came home, and now we get to celebrate and ride off in the sunset. And so the, the Post is a, a clubhouse for those types of members. We're talking about Post number 1679, VFW Hall, and that's what this episode's going to be about. Number 30 is letting everyone know in the city of Ventura and the county of Ventura that listens to this podcast that we have an amazing facility where our veterans can go. Sam, tell us a little bit more about this current facility, what it does on a day-to-day basis. It's located in what's called our industrial area, kind of a lost part of town that everyone describes as midtown, but we all know between the freeway of the 101 where it kind of cross-secs over to the over to the, the mall in the industrial area off Callens and Market Street. You go down there, you go down south on Callens, you make a right on Market, and it's halfway between there and Arundel, okay, so you're in, in no man's land as you're creeping your back way into the Lemon Grove neighborhood in Midtown, just so you know exactly where you're at, mm-hmm. okay? Get down there because it's open every day. Yeah. And can the public just come in and hang out too? Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. We have, we have our, our bylaws that, that are closed to the public, but we also have uh, the ability to bring in guests. Okay. So uh, we have a officer of the day. Guests can come and check in with him as their guests and come in and, and enjoy the, the benefits of the post. So, yes, technically, um, technically we, we, are, we can open to the public, but it's – it's not like we people have, are just coming our, in and out. So it's kind of correct. like if it's, we see you, that makes sense. So because mm-hmm. we're talking the cantina or the, the open space area for veterans to come mm-hmm. every day to have a social outlet. So if you're in the Ventura County community, the message is if you're a vet hanging out at home or doing something by yourself, it's that you have a place to come find social interaction. Where there, is there always a veteran at what times and what day at the post? Uh, hours open at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go seven days a week. And uh, we usually close when everyone leaves. So some days it's six o'clock, some days it's four, some days it's nine. So mm-hmm. we, we, we try to cater to, to um, anyone that walks through the door. And we also talk about how you have to be, to be a member of the VFW, you have to be uh, to see action. We talk Correct. about how difficult it Correct. is. If somebody is part of the military and they haven't seen action, but they're still thinking the VFW is cool, would you still say, hey, come by and come mm-hmm. hang out? They are allowed to walk in the door without any issues. Okay. If you have a, 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 if you're a veteran in good standing, you can walk in and be a guest, and you do not require a, uh, uh, someone to sign you in. Great, I love mm-hmm. that. And the, ch- the the post is named after Mr. Wallace Chafee. Give us a little bit, maybe backstory of Wallace Chafee and how that name represents Ventura. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wallace Chafee was born in Ventura. Uh, I want to say around 1929. Um, he he was in combat World War One and uh, he he died lost his life, and so uh, being a local veteran, uh, the post named was named after him in, in in its honor. Excellent. And we're coming up on our hundred year mark uh, in a couple of years. At this current post. At this current post. I like this, Spence. Have you been to the, to the halls there, Spence? I have not been to that one. I've been in uh, others in the past with radio events and the like. But another question I wanted to ask, Sam, mm-hmm. is about one of the things I've done a lot with is the cancer walks. Yes. And a lot of times people who get cancer 
want to forget about it and be away from it and not deal with it. So when you invite them out, they go, no, that was a part of my life I want to detach from. Mm -hmm. Do you get that at all with the VFW that some of the people just say, I don't know if I, I really want to revisit that or are most of the veterans eager to, uh, to meet and get together? I think it's a mixed bag. Um, I think the veterans that don't come in are in that, in that mindset of disconnect, um, once they come in and they see what the post has to offer, they, they're all in. So that's one thing you would do is invite them if you have any doubts, if you have any tension mm -hmm. that maybe this would not be a good thing. You'll find out differently when you go. Correct. Correct. Um, find out usually that everyone takes ownership of the facility. They find a little niche that they're interested in and they want to bring to the post, and then they bring that portion of it. And uh, it's, it's probably one of the most diverse places I've ever been. How many active members are on this current post? My my current role sheet shows about 250, but in all actuality, we probably have 25. 25 active members. Not uh, bad. Yeah. You know, I've heard service clubs, Lions Club locally, which we compare to a lot because I'm a lion. Spence is a lion. And we get after, we talk about a lot of their events and we use that kind of like as like a measuring point. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a hundred, I think, 20, I don't, I shouldn't quote it right Pain now. members. Yeah, yeah paying members, pain active members. members, which is totally different numbers, which is great. And then give me an idea in, the, in our listeners right now about how many VFW posts are in the Ventura County area and the greater area. Are these that are going out and about everywhere? And, they, and are they active everywhere? Yes. Uh, we fall under District 7. Uh, there's a post in Port Wainimi, Canoga Park, Simi Valley, Santa Barbara, Ojai, and Ventura. Essentially, we are... We have a very strong organizational chart set up throughout the nation. Military organizational chart set up throughout the nation. So think about that. Um, the posts all have their own unique personality. Each post is different. Uh, the members shape what they want their posts to be like. Some posts throughout the U.S. have shooting ranges in it. They have some have bars, some don't. Some it's it's whatever the post members want. Interesting. They vote on it. For example, I think in Canoga Park they have you're able to smoke inside. And in California, that's obviously unheard of. But you can do it at VFW if you, you want. You can do it in the VFW. I love VFW, <laughs> Not that I want to smoke inside, but it's the respect that we deserve. That the it's majority the, the of those guys are thinking, hey, we used to smoke there. We're, we're here. And I don't smoke, but I want to let them smoke. I like that. Same. Yeah, 100%. My uh, uncle, when he, he was, had a horrible cigarette issue, he quit in the 70s. But in... World War II, they handed cigarettes out They because it was relieving tension. Little mm -hmm. did they know what they were getting people to walk into. But if you walk up to a war veteran and say, you shouldn't really, it's like, shh, <laughs> shh. They know. You know mm -hmm. They know what's yeah. up. So let, let them do what they wish. Yeah. All right. Episode 30, Sam Camp. We appreciate that. I think we got a good right where the VFW's at. Uh, if you know anybody who's in the activeness of the military or retired and needs something that or just wants to hang out, Let's get them involved. Sam's ready to invite them to that thing. And as we can hear, you can give influence. And it sounds like when you walked in kind of that colder, I can kind of imagine what you're saying, dude. It sounds like a six. I've been in that building too. It's mm -hmm. like 60s. There's white tile. There's white walls. There's white ceilings. You know, the, the lights are a little bit older. You know, the bathrooms still have the, the five-gallon tanks mm -hmm. in the back probably. I can see it the now. The wood paneling on the yeah, sides. Yeah, there could be some Z-break or something. Oh, yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. The yeah. faux break. Yeah. You know, you, shag, you, move the, you move the bar mm -hmm. stool and you can hear the sound across the floor. Yep. Like, and so 
uh, it's cool that you made that reference too, and how you want to kind of modernize it to maybe be a different comfortable feel for veterans that are getting at that age of the Iraq war, of the Afghanistan war, uh, and different wars that you can maybe teach about a little bit more as you share your stoke. So yeah, yeah. let's get through to some of our sponsors now, as we're getting into our uh, episode number 30 here. Uh, always excited to talk about our sponsors, upcoming shows, all the fun going on in the community. So thank you everyone for who's listening out there. And a few new names are going to come out today, but the, the usuals as well. Sam, let's reverse the order today for you. X5O is pumped up, by the way, because they got the license, by the way, Spence. Oh, they did. They did. Okay. Now, X5O, shout out, wants to know, what's the one thing you want to improve in the city of Ventura in about two or three sentences? Baseball facilities. Baseball facilities. For the youth. For the youth, indoor or outdoor? Both, but preferably outdoor. So sports facilities and opportunities for the youth. Very good answer. I like that one, Spence. Yeah, good. But I like the indoor stuff with the uh, batting cages and the like. But to be out there, you know, because then you can, not that it rains and it's not real bad around here, but mm-hmm. if you can go inside and take some swings, yeah. it's cool. Okay. Uh, the coolest guy in town, Derek Turner, who we self-proclaim every week on this show, wants to know, who do you think are the three coolest people in the city of Ventura and you obviously can't say the two handsome gentlemen in the room. So quickly, who are the three coolest people in the city oh, of Ventura? Geez. Put me on the spot. Jason Fisher. Jason Fisher. What's what's he do? He's just a cool dude. He always has a positive attitude everywhere he goes. He lights up the room. Oh, Fish is a volunteer at Foothill Little League, right? He's another Foothill Little League. Guy. Uh, he absolutely is. He's awesome and amazing. Fish, shout out. He okay. jumps out to me. Go ahead. Oh gosh, I have to put I have to put Spencer Norton on that. Remember, you can't put the three I, cute. The, I can't put Spencer Norton. The I, handsome guys away. in the room didn't include you, Sam. Let's see. Um, <laughs> who else? I I'm I haven't been in in Ventura very long, so my my time here I haven't. I'm still working on, on meeting up with a lot of interesting well, give me, people. Give me another name that comes to your head. Uh, there's a gal. Her name is Sharon. She works at Main Street Meats. Sharon at Main Street Meats. Shout and, out to you. Yeah. She, she might be a listener. You never know. We're one degree of separation. So yeah, anyway. They don't have to be famous. Either. Yeah, there's no, a lot of people no. here who oh. are totally she's unknown. A, that she's, be a great a solid, she's a solid uh, anchor for, or be, I guess I found, uh, she's a, a supporter for the veterans. She's She is been there from uh the post shut down about a year ago from from lack of let's go right anything now. and so i came in as the treasurer and we got it up and running and um and so our big goal was to feed everyone we wanted to get our meals up and running so she came through with some incredible just like some deals and help out and just getting our our post mm-hmm. s- starting up again and, nice. and i credit I credit a lot of our success to Sharon, her. Sharon, shout out to you. One degree of separation. Someone yeah. will say about this in Ventura Forward. Give her a shout out when you go to Main Street Meets. Yeah. Sam, number three. And then last one is uh, David York. David York. David the man, York. the myth, the legend. David York. He's a he's a local guy, yeah. and he brings some big some big. As uh, we all know, the personal locally. trainer of Aaron Judge himself has been grinding in the city of Ventura for the last 15, 20 years, yeah. starting at Maverick's gym, which was formerly a uh, Gold's gym, I think, which we all know is the Norn's market. So knowing that Dave moved to town and got a lot of that started there mm-hmm. and his business, and then obviously started working for PSI Sports Management, 
Uh, he plays the drums. David York is an absolute yeah. legend, top 100, he's, no doubt about he's it. He's another, another Santa Barbara implant with myself. Is he? Is he yeah, from Santa Barbara? He's from Santa Barbara. He's awesome. Yeah. Love Dave. Okay, Campa, that's, that's some good three. stuff there. <laughs> Arsenal Comics and our boy Timmy wants to know, who was your favorite superhero growing up? And did you read comics? My favorite superhero, I was into, I, I didn't read many comics. I was more into baseball cards. Um, but my superhero, I mean, you can't go wrong with Superman. Superman, all right. Pump, pump, pump. Spence, what do you think about Superman? I'd still go with the Incredible Hulk. That was a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and speaking of uh, superheroes, we're going to bring up Shazam because I hung out with my boy Zach last week and we were talking about Black Adam and how that show comes out and how Black Adam, Shazam, and Superman all have the same exact timeline coming out. And it was this three kind of head thing. I'll tell you guys more about it. Mm. So Black Adam came out. It's supposed to be the biggest movie in the world. Interesting to see how Superman, Batman, and Shazam relationship moves forward. Stay tuned for that. Let's go. Okay, a new name here, Earth Candy. Earth Candy is a new organic product in the city of Ventura. Shout out. I want to know, in this question, it's a newer one. When you go out, smoothie, what kind of milk are you getting? Are you getting the dairy, the soy, or the whey? That's a random question, but I'm bringing it out today. On a smoothie? A smoothie. Uh, or almond. I think I usually do an oat milk. But oh, that would no. be in, in like a like a coffee or that kind of thing. But uh, mm -hmm. for a smoothie, yeah. Spence, what do you think about the new question? I one hundred percent cow. Cow. Yeah. I don't go for that other stuff. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna eat my almonds. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I love this new question. I'm I'm moving to soy. The the, oh, the, the, the I don't know if it's lactose or I'm getting older, but I'm, my stomach maybe a little bit. So yeah. self confession there in smoothies. I like how we all had a different thing there. Okay, Earth Candy, keep it up. We're gonna see you at some events. Okay, now a new one too here, Spence. Are you ready? Ready. Let's go. LL, the land lover, and her initials also stand for LL. This is a shout out for you. What's your favorite produce that's grown in the county of Ventura? Strawberries. Strawberries? Yeah. Right now, Would you that know. Produce? Produce? Yes, of course. It's like 80% like of the crop too. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. I stopped yeah. over the other day, and I should be getting this one on Instagram because this is a great conversation. Is that we got into it? I pulled over. I didn't recognize it. It was iceberg lettuce. Hmm. It was iceberg lettuce. I got amazing photos. You're such of. a wild man. I love it. Iceberg is so undervalued. The crunch and that just the light bitterness. I think as time is. Some mayo, some bologna, and sandwich. some just lettuce. Just do it. Okay, what's your favorite, Spence? All right, some peppers. Because when I drive home to Fillmore and I go through Santa Paula, you're on the 126 and you smell them. Mm. It is the great. Now I can't take the heat like the habanero. But a good pepper, just right in there. Right. Nothing like the flavor, and you crunch. Put them on everything. It's 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 nature's miracle. The pepper Absolutely. is huge. Peppers, Peppers lettuce, best. strawberries. This question is going to be here to say, LL, that's for you. Ventura Music Hall. I went and saw Atmosphere last week. We know it as the up and coming most placed a rock and jam in the city of Ventura. The Ventura Music Hall at Thompson Boulevard. Go see Preston at the bar. My funny voice. Also might see the red hot chili not peppers or the red not chili peppers on 10-29. Campa, when's the last time you've been to a concert live? I went to go see Pearl Jam in Barcelona. 
that's the last concert you've been to? Yeah. How long ago was it's that? It's been a couple of years. <laughs> wow. So pre-pandemic. I've been working like hard lately. So 2018? I, I had to put a lot of my things aside, but yeah. He comes in with Pearl Jam Barcelona. And that's, I'll tell yeah. you, that's, I saw them at the Ventura Theater. I'm a huge fan. Oh, yeah. I'm a big yeah. Eddie Vedder fan. Yeah. Stone Gossard, come on. Yeah. Let's make it happen. I, I follow Pearl Jam. Yeah, I like I love that guy. I think he's, he's in his acoustics. Everything's great. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. Huge fans of Made West Brewery. Okay, Spencer. I was talking to Seth in the dugout at Foothill Little League this week, and he mm -hmm. kind of gave me a little wink. I go, fine, I'll start talking about you more. It's fine. I get it. I'm going. So I was talking about bringing you in. I forget about how many awesome friends I have that are doing so many things. That's why we're shouting new stuff out. What's your favorite brewery in town? We got about 10 or 12 now. Hmm. City of Ventura, brewery only. Made West, you can't go wrong. Made West, ding, you ding, ding. He picks it. Spence, yours? Well, I uh, near and dear to my heart because the Highland Games is Poseidon. Okay. Mm -hmm. All these mm -hmm. breweries are great, and I could, yeah. I could hop them forever. Sure. Ha -ha. Better, better known business. I said <laughs> I could hop them. It's not <laughs> Easter, dude. Wow. <laughs> but it's, it's not. But uh, Poseidon have been very friendly with their uh, contributions to uh, different fundraisers, and uh, they do a Scottish brew for the games. Awesome. Poseidon, let's just, we, we're creating this segment to realize that they're all great, but we can all shout them out. Yeah. You know, we can list them off. So each podcast, we can have a fun discussion about maybe what beer is coming out. Everyone has its, it's a great thing about local breweries. They all have the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they all do. Yeah. I went over to Sky, so shout out to Sky and his happy place, old, old Sam's Liquor off of uh, the 118, right in Zadokoy. And I went in the cool little beer den. Yeah. I'm looking around. I mean, dude, so many beers. I have such a hard time. Then I get lost in the cool labels. I'm like, it looks like a comic book store, maybe yeah. than beers at that point. Then I go back to a Ventura beer. Yeah. And I probably should buy in like a San Diego to get something different, but I'm like, no, buy a Ventura still. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> There's so many. You could spend a year here and not repeat yeah, a beer. I just, you wouldn't I, repeat a beer in a year. I'm out of here. Yeah. And now there's kombucha coming out. There's a Flying Embers based out of Ojai mm -hmm. that has this new alcohol kombucha, mm -hmm. and it, it's pretty tasty. All right, let's move it down here. We move our sponsors through. We're getting this podcast going. We'll get back to Shams sharing that stoke. The doll man wants to know, what's your favorite activity to do outside in the county of Ventura? I enjoy taking pictures. Pictures? Mm -hmm. Pictures of what? Uh, baseball. So a Marine taking pictures of baseball. Mm -hmm. Look at this guy. Unique, Spence. I like this. Okay, I, uh, moving it quickly through. We have a new favorite question here. From the halls of the trees. The Hall family wants to know, what's your favorite tree or a natural native plant that you go around the city of Ventura? It doesn't have to be native, but it's here. Like for me, I love the eucalyptus. Yeah. Yeah, I know they're not from here, but it's part of the community and has been here. What's yours? Uh, the jacaranda trees on my street. The jacaranda. He pulls it out. The jacaranda tunnel. What was the <laughs> one when we were at, uh, we did the candidates at the school and I looked out and there's this tree that is just prehistoric, that it was big, gigantic, might, whatever it was, right out in front of the facility Oh, that was the, yeah, the, we fi the fig. Whatever, that's a fig. Yeah. Fig tree. Yes. The ones that we actually in the city of Ventura have taking out right now because of the root damage they're doing to the pipes mm -hmm. and stuff. So we got to think about replanting some of those foliage trees. Talking to my friend Greg Hemming, actually, on the phone yesterday. Shout out to my boy, Greg Hemming. And I was like, dude, we need a list of eight of the best tree foliage canopy trees. Like, I love the Chinese elms that you see in some spots of Midtowns that are kind of the medium foliage trees. That's where we're bringing this conversation out. The halls. Let's go. All right. Sponsors. Wrap it up there. If I forgot. No, I, I, we can, Ashlyn, Josh is coming in next week. So 
We'll talk more about Ashland and their hard seltzers. Okay, Campa, let's get back to it. Let's get back to your story. Okay. You're sharing that stoke. What's driving you right now, other than the VFW, about the 805 that gets you volunteering all the time? Well, um, we're coming up on league in the spring. So our kids on the baseball team, we, uh, we, we, finished, we won league last year. We have some good momentum, and we're, we're bringing that into the spring. So my, my two, my two uh, passions are baseball and veterans. And so if I can combine any of those two in any way, shape, or form, it's, it's usually pretty good. I don't need coffee. So, um, so I'm, prepping, I'm prepping young leaders. I'm prepping kids with, with uh, uh, just off-season workouts, how to take care of yourself, how to, how to be ready, how to stay sharp. Um, yeah, just all those, all those little things. That's what's driving me right now. That's, that's the practice I'm in. And you got in the car today when I picked you up for this interview. You talked about other passions you have, which I think is important to talk about on this podcast, is contributing to Ventura Forward. So you've carved out some of your time mm-hmm. now to contribute to Ventura Forward on the videography <coughs> side coming out. If you've seen a few of our Instagram photos this week, you might have seen a different angle of me on a wall or doing different activities. Sam, that's you behind the camera. We're working with a shared drive. You're making videos. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about why you want to contribute to Ventura Forward and fueling your stoke because we all say you can give back to this big pot, this huge pot that we can all put something into that. We're creating a calling Ventura Forward, like a big brewmaster. If it's Halloween time, it's the witch with her (laughs) broom turned over backwards. And there's room in the pot for everyone to put your stick in and start brewing it together. Right? Yeah. And that's the fun part. So how can you contribute to Ventura Forward? Why are you doing it? So my my intentions come from a little bit of a selfish point. Um, I began videotaping the kids uh, playing baseball because I wanted to put together college packets for them. Um, The the program that I have at, at Foothill Tech uh, involves technology. So I'm building all this, this big multimedia machine to be able to organize it, to put out to colleges for these kids. Well, in my practice of videoing and, and working, um, I felt like I wanted to expand my, my practice and I started, how, how can I start out applying that in, in different things? So I videotaping anything I can. And that's what Ventura Ford does. <laughs> Anything I can, and, essentially. And so we're saying, here's a guy who has a passion somewhere else that you're cutting your teeth, but you can't cut him enough. Mm-hmm. So you find Ventura Ford to say, hey, we can go video him. Then we can use that video. Spencer's talking about cool history of Ventura. I can audio him. I can that's clip it. music in. And that's what we want everyone to understand. And that also brings value. Yeah. It's been a spence. I've been telling you, it's been an anxiety relief for me when I'm out there working, whether it's on the side of the streets with traffic and stuff, having Sam out there with me on a consistent basis these last two weeks. So we appreciate the contributions and all the listeners that have been calling in and DMing on Instagram saying that they want to get involved. And remember, the second Saturdays are coming up every month, at least once a month, and we're going to meet on the avenue and we're going to adopt our own block down there soon if you can't make it out like Sam. But I tell you again, Spence, it makes me feel so good knowing that someone can contribute and see value off that. Yeah, always good to get the uh, feet on the streets. Everybody looks, everybody thanks you and congratulates you. It's nice to jump up on the ladder too, do some stickers and, and uh, imitate what Spencer's doing. Yeah, well, thank I you. I would say definitely because how, and it's nice when you say thank mm-hmm. you for your hard work. It's like, you're welcome. 
<laughs> want to grab one and come up right. with me? Like when you paint, I had a naysayer when you uh, helped paint the, um, the the wash over there, whatever it was, by the auto center. Yeah, we call it Moon Ditch and, in front of yeah, the... Yeah, Moon Ditch, thank you. Yeah. And somebody said something like, snide. And I said, uh, were you out there rolling? Right. No, no, they weren't. You know, and it's just funny. Yeah. And I'd say, okay. It's, it's <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's nice. But why is it painted now and not graffiti? Oh, that's right. Because Matt LeVere, Spencer, and a few other people got out there and did the hard work. Yeah. Thank it's, you. Yes, Thank you're you. right. Yeah. It's, and, lead, it's leadership. Yeah. It's and, leadership. And, what's been your funnest spot? And the one week you've been out there and working, what was the one thing you didn't expect to see out? We've been on Foothill Road, too, so a lot of cars have driven by. But has there been anything that surprised you or no? No, not really. Uh, you know, I, uh, there's a lot of trash out there. The town is pretty dirty. And so seeing all the equipment that you have to go just to paint, you bring in buckets and stuff to pick up the trash. Paint, and there's a lot of work that goes into it that I don't think the people, the everyday person realizes. Yeah, thank you. And it, it come natural to that. And to see that that being kind of our baseline with just picking up trash, knowing that it looks better, people respect it more, and it turns into bushes and weeds and now you start gaining data. So it's been fun to tell that mm -hmm. story more, and we look for our listeners to hear a little bit more in the in-depthness. And when you have that camera out there, and shout out to X50, too, for really pushing me forward. Not X50, X50 definitely, but uh, Derek Turner as well, for getting a little bit better equipment. So again, for all of our listeners, Sam's doing that hard work out there, sharing his stoke, not only in his personal life with the VFW, his family, his baseball, and now Ventura Forward videography. Sam, one question we always ask here at Ventura Forward is, where did the stokes start burning, right? We talk about your passion. Where are you from? Why did you develop this at a young age to contribute, right, to give back to your community? And why stay in Ventura, right? Like you're a man who's been to war, which we maybe get into a little war experience here. And we can talk about all of that ex experience in your timeline to get you here. So where mm -hmm. were you born? I was born in Santa Barbara, 1981. Uh, born and raised, went to eight years of Catholic school and then four years of public school uh, at Santa Barbara High School. Um, my, my family life uh, raised Roman Catholic and baseball. And baseball took over our Sundays. So eventually we started going to church less and less, and um, my, my, my baseball excelled. Uh, I was a catcher, and so I had a really good perspective of, of the whole inner workings of the, of the teams that I played on, and eventually we went, started winning championships. I don't know where it came from, but my, dad, my dad's been in my life, he still is, and uh, my dad's a winner, and so he's, he's always showed me how to, how, to, how to find a way not to lose. And so um, once I graduated, I, I walked in the recruiting office. Actually, I signed up my junior year in high school. So I had a whole year of senior year high school where I was technically in the Marines while I finished up my school. And then I went out to boot camp two weeks later, and that was in 2000. Junior year as a Marine, were you good enough in baseball to go play junior college? I did. I played uh, for Santa Barbara City College. Uh, so once I graduated, High school, graduated the Marine Corps boot camp. Uh, I, I played baseball for Santa Barbara City College in the spring of 2001 and made it, I think I was uh, like second team all league and played pretty well. And then 9-11 uh, hit, and that was the end of my baseball career. So your freshman year of college, my freshman year then 9-11 hit the, that summer. 
after that September. That's correct. And you were already in the military process before that. That is correct. And why at 9-11 did it heighten what was going on in your process? I'd originally signed up as a reserve, uh, doing my one week in a month and two weeks during the year so I can go to college and pursue baseball. Um, but that changed. My unit was the largest battalion in the Marine Corps at the time. And when we got mobilized, we were mobilized as a quick reaction force uh, in case another 9-11 type event happened. They would fly us anywhere in the U.S. to go and uh, be the boots on the ground to occupy the area. Um, that never happened. So what we ended up doing is we trained up tighter than any team I could have ever been on. And it was a one-year workup. Um, and Where were you located when you were doing that? We're down year? in Camp Pendleton. So we, we, were at, we were mobilized to Camp Pendleton. We had a whole section. We had a really good budget working, and we fired a lot, and we worked a lot. We ended up becoming uh, the top-rated unit in the Marine Corps at the time. Uh, they had a, uh, a test Marine Corps-wide, and my, my battalion ended up winning it. What the was the thing. number of the battalion? Um, it was a 2nd Battalion, 23rd Marines out of Port Wyneme. So the, the unit pulled from uh, units in Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, Port Wyneme, Vegas, and Utah. And so when they when we were mobilized, everyone went down to Camp Pendleton. So it was over about 1,000 thousand heads that were training for whatever was coming our way. Uh, once we hit our year mark, we were ready to go home, and they said, nope, you're going you're to fly to Iraq instead. So yeah. that, was, uh, that, was that was January 2003. And then in February, I'm, I'm on the border in, in Kuwait. Wow. Yeah. For our listeners, too, I was just thinking about that, like the diversity of the team that must have been there. It must have been cool. And the 805 was representing from all this. Oh, my area. gosh. Yeah. College kids. And what nationality are you? I'm, I'm Hispanic. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and the majority of the units, Hispanic, uh, or at least my unit, Weapons Company uh, 223. Um, didn't matter. And what, was, there, was there mass diversity within that unit, too? That oh, were, yeah. We have, we, have, we have guys that weren't even American. And did you see the difference of that unit when you kind of compared them to everybody in Pendleton? Did you say, like, I can tell this is the 805 vibe by how there's, like, a diversity uh, in us when they came from Utah or other places? Or was it more of just, mm -hmm. oh. The Marine Corps in general is diverse. Hmm. So you don't really see color in the Marines. Um, is there style? Is there, like, a vibe? Is that, or did you see you quickly yourself mold them together and just everyone just boom? Uh, more like when we, as we were training and as they, they started throwing different training, I mean, we went to cold weather training in Bridgeport, spent three weeks, uh, just suffering in the cold weather. Um, we did hot weather training in, in 29 Palms, did a couple weeks down there, just suffering in the hot weather. And just when you have groups of people getting the elements thrown at them and they're, they're getting chiseled out and iron sharpens iron, mm -hmm. the either, you know, if it's a good organization, you'll, you'll get super tight and so our i was on a mortar platoon and we were pinpoint accuracy so when we, when i got to fire in iraq um our, my first time uh we had one one platoon would fire it's called the adjusting round when he hit they said fire for effect meaning we hit on target so every all eight units all eight uh platoons or eight eight, eight mortar tubes were able to shoot onto that one target and what's your accuracy? So like, 100%. It, it, but I'm it like on a, 
uh, when you're aiming at something, like mm-hmm. I think of aiming at something as small as a person or something as big as a tank yeah. or a building. So it's a, it's a, it's a, if I remember my, my information, it was a 30 foot kill radius. Okay. And our, when we fired. At we, what distance would that be? Uh, under half a mile, half a mile r- range, a roughly. Long way. Yeah. Hit yeah. 30 feet from a half mile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we were danger close as well. So the first time we fired, we had a guy that was calling in fire and it was a building next door and we leveled the building next to him saved everyone so that was that that's what earned my uh my combat action ribbon after we fired we took fire from just all over the place and ended it awesome yeah that's interesting thank you for sharing stories about marines and your service back to the to the time level just for me to see that which sure. is you, you trained for a year how long was it until you were in uh, Iraq from that time too, six months. So like we were year. mobilized in uh, February of 2002, mm-hmm. and we spent that whole year in buildup. And so then in February 2003, like I said, it was uh, they were we didn't know what was going to happen. It was either you're going home, orders were ending, and they issued new orders and said you're you're, you're still going. So that was that extended our, our mobility. Essentially, I, I spent most of my time as an active duty Marine versus reserve. How long were you in of, over, overseas? So we flew, we flew out to Kuwait in February, early February. And, and uh, was it March 19th? We were already in, in Iraq driving up, driving up the gut. Um, we, we ended up, we were in charge of Eastern Baghdad. And Saddam City is at the time as it was called. It was kind of one of the more gnarlier areas of the town, I guess. Uh, in there was the Republican Guard headquarters, the UN building, the secret police headquarters, and just a bunch of other stuff. And we ended up uh, taking them all out. And uh, we came home. I think it was early, I, I was I was. Let's see, late May we started driving back down south. And it was like June 1st, we flew home. And June 2nd, I was sleeping in my bed. So cups, Released. Six months. Released. Six months. Six months. Wow, Spence, what a story. So is there one thing that, from that experience, that brings back great memories? Like I, I mean, something <laughs> like a beer, something like a soda, just something weird that you can attach yeah. to that, that you say, wow, that, yeah. that box of Girl Scout cookies I got I, was. Um, I organized a baseball game. So that's in, a great Baghdad. memory. We had, wow. we had the 81 millimeter mortar platoon against the CAT team, the combine, combine anti-tank team or whatever. Uh, and so it, it was machine gunners versus the mortars. And we, <laughs> we, played, we played nine innings. We had a mound. We had, it was, we had a national anthem. We even had a streaker. Wow. Yeah. In that heat. A guy took Oof. off all of his I clothes and ran. Photo, right? Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, we're he took po- all those clothes and ran around media. and streaked. It was, it was funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> we, we, we had a good time. The commanding officer soccer was the umpire. No, soccer, no sock on the streaker. He, he had a, he had, we had these like, these masks that would cover our face to keep the <laughs> dust out. He just wore that over his whole head. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying with the mask on his junk. No, no, no. He, he, no. no, he was butt naked. Yeah, and he, uh, he's yeah. That was a fun laugh we had during. But the isn't it stretch. with all the tension, with all the you still yeah. have that? We had that. We had a good game, and I don't even remember who won, but uh, we we got the full full nine in, and it was a really good time, and uh, morale was lifted, and then we went back to work the next day. Sam Campa sharing an episode 30 of Ventura Ford podcast about his stoke, his military service, 
and what he's doing right now. It's been fun talking to you, dude. Give us a little bit more maybe about um, – you've got a wonderful girlfriend we talked about in the car, right? Let's give her a shout-out. What's like a favorite thing you guys like to do for a little date? Give us something. Give like eat. Eat? Yeah, it's hard to find good food nowadays. Is it? So we're hunting for, for, for good restaurants, good places to eat, something that's going to be worth our money. We work really hard, and so going out and get a mediocre meal isn't, isn't something we're into anymore. So The best deal in town, if everyone doesn't know, we're going back to podcast number one. All you faithful listeners, if you could call back podcast number one, we're working with this customer on creating specials called Ventura Forward. Shh. But happy hour, Spencer McKenzie's, buy one taco, get one free from three to five. Monday through Thursday. Got Spence, you know about this? I got to recirculate because I've, I've been out of the game. I've been with my top ramen and my can of... Uh, I know. Of, <laughs> and, and what's crazy, dude, is that with the prices going up so much mm-hmm. with restaurants, some have raised, some haven't. Some have kind of changed their product. So I'm telling you, everybody in town I'm talking to, it's all about the consistency, the price. People have gotten so detailed with their food. Man. That's yeah. why you see the In-N-Out Burger line is so long because you know exactly yeah. what you're getting. Yeah, that's right. Well, Decent price, and, and same with me with the Costco hot dog and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just roll it out. We're such a good twenty one. bucks gets you four of those Parmesan tacos over at Spencer McKenzie's. Okay, and those are legit. Yeah, and we're getting long. <laughs> that's solid. That's a solid that's deal. Solid. So you know, if two yeah. people want to sit down. You can and never talk. go wrong there. Yeah, that's that's good. Okay, Spencer but someone like all of a sudden, I don't hate to say negative, but I saw a Facebook post and we're Ventura forward, so we will talk full circle, of course. But like. Casa de Soria, and even their Facebook post said, oh, yeah, and I'm going to say it, has gone downhill. And it's just like, ooh. Like, and I haven't been to Casa de Soria in a few years since the reopening. But, you know, you go to a place that you love, and then it changes or you feel it differently. And that's hap- that, it happens. Restaurants mm. rise and fall. Nice. And Could be changing hands. We had a classic in Thousand Oaks when I was a kid. There's a local breakfast place that killed it they were oh, a yeah. plus on honey butter all the little teeny the details, things were yeah. just great the kids took it over frozen french fries and no i remember at the time the date wonderful lovely blythe that i was dating at the time the look on her face when she said could we get honey butter and the waitress says we don't have that anymore and oh. blythe got sad for a moment she goes you're kidding and it was one of the reasons you <laughs> no, we went there and yeah. that's when restaurants veer and you wonder why, why dad was doing it so well. Don't screw this quality, up. Quality, quality. I never like to say a negative on somebody, but dang it, you can, right. you can pull back. You can yeah. get back on the track. It's like the jam at Allison's, you know, it's like that signature thing. Oh, um, that, that's what we look for. And we'll do it. And I have to always say Pete's Breakfast House. It's funny how I don't follow our sponsors, but it's like, you know, the strawberry jam or the salsa. I thought nothing of them until you took me there. Oh, yeah. And I was... That's anybody who comes into town now. That's where we go. Yes, yeah. it's it, Oh, it's solid. It's absolutely solid. So good. It's Shout good. It out. Friendly people, just kind of like, hey, yeah. what's up? You know, it's it's very easy going, but the food is exceptional. Very cool. good. This has been such a great episode today, and episode 30, 30 weeks in a row. We want to thank all of our faithful followers, Ray Rest Fresco for bringing those tunes. Obviously, the new band coming up, Looking West, new single came out. Maybe we'll get that single and play it on next week's show. It could happen. And there's other bands we're always looking for to bring entertainment and go full circle because Ventura Forward's here for you. We talked to VPD this week. They've got police department, uh, officers. They're listening to the podcast. They're bringing their love. Fire department. Everyone's like, how can we share the stoke by not only what we're doing in our job to providing information, 
But then again, we also have our own adventures outside of that, that Ventura Forward can help us move our message forward. It's a give back, those messages, it's going full circle. Keep sending your DMs. If you've got information, you've got concerns, you need help in the community, we're there for your full circle, just as Sam Campa is proven that he's there for the veterans with the VFW. The secretary continues to serve, and we have an event coming up too, which is going to be great. Ventura Forward is going to be there uh, at the Wallace Chafee Ball Thursday, November 10th. Okay, it's on Market and Callens. If you need tickets, show up at the door. They're 25 bucks. Okay, just show up that day at the VW Hall, 5 p.m. We're working with the band coming in. Uh, I'll be there. Hey, not kidding you, Camp. It says black tie. So I have to dress up big time, huh? I'm wearing the big tie. It's, it's fitness. And you, you need to what? be able to fit into your uniform. I saw Spence's <laughs> face last week when he loves veterans so much. And we said this to him. I saw his face. He goes, bom, bom. I might have to go wear a tie. Are you coming, Spence? <laughs> I, well, I'll show you my... Uh, it's a Halloween costume. You're going to see it coming up right here when I say David Byrne stop me. If I can wear this rig, I think this is respectful. You got to see a okay. David Byrne right here as he pops up. This is this is the jacket that I want to be able to fill. Go full Arnold on this one. But the great David Byrne. If anybody mm -hmm. wonders what we're talking about, it's a Stop Making Sense that was filmed at the Pantages a long time ago. But it's great music. Everybody will know the song from the Tom Tom Club. Everybody will know uh, that oh, song. There it Genius is. of Love. There he is. Look at that. There it That's is. how I want to be. Look at that. David can, Byrne right there. You can wear that, right, Campbell? I Campa? can go, right? Yeah. It's, he, look at the shoulders on that dude. Well, but you know, you all know Genius a lot. I'll, I'll play it for you. It's great. But that's how I roll. David Byrne. That's we my will costume. give him a pass. I think he said Talking Heads early in this podcast, and he's been on YouTube the whole time, too. So give credit to my guy here. Always doing the research. It's been, it's been rolling. <laughs> that's a suit right there. <laughs> Okay, Sam. Well, we got, we're going to wrap it up here, my dude. We always give our uh, guest about one more minute to always say you're driving out of here and you say, man, I wish I would have said one more thing on there and I forgot to say it. So take five seconds, clear your brain, and please, you're not going to bring up Manny Machado and the Padres <laughs> or the Dodgers. Okay, anything else you want to tell our listeners and our followers? I just say uh, keep working hard. We just keep working hard. Um, yeah, no better friend, no worse enemy than a Marine. So... If you need anything, just let me know. Hey, said best by a Marine in our community here. Straight up, keep working hard and you be you and share that stoke. Until next time, Spence, what's going on? We're going to be feeling good. Are you excited for next week's show? I am. Can we say hoorah? You can. Hoorah. hoorah. On a three. One, two, three. Hoorah. hoorah. Let's go. Closing that episode 30. Come on. Let's go.